This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. King Kong ain't got shit on me! And here we go. Hi, hello, guys. My name is Jessica Lemon, and I'm here with Derek Myers. Say hello. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode. Yes, <laughs> we are... We are... You are. (laughs) You guys are all listening to Realish, where we talk about entertainment stuff. We talk about film, movies, TV shows, things like that. And you may notice if you have been listening to the show for a bit that we are missing somebody right now. Um, LJ is actually doing some cool stuff. He's on tour with some of his friends, so he is busy, busy. Um, But that's okay. We have a lot of news stories. We got some some cool things to talk about. We have a movie that we watched the other day that we're going to review. A nice, yes. fun family one. Yes. Um, I'm very so interested hope- and uh, intrigued with what you had to say on that one. I, okay, okay. <laughs> I won't say anything yet. I was going to, when I was watching it, I was going to like text you and be like, oh my God, yeah. something, something, something. And then I was like, no, no, no. I got to save it for the show. I got to save it for the show. I can't talk to you about it right now. Um, but okay, so let's just kind of jump into some of the news stuff um, that I kind of came across yeah um you i think you you mentioned this you sent this to me but i i came across it again um the new exorcist um they did you tell tell me about that yeah the exorcist no they're coming out no okay so they are coming out with a trilogy there is a new exorcist trilogy it is um ellen burstam returns in a 400 million dollar deal for the exorcist trilogy insane yeah it's insane um so um it's going to be directed by david gordon green who also directed halloween um and the franchise is going to star another hamilton person um this time uh leslie odom jr is going to be the star yeah, so he's going to be starring in it. He's going to be the father of the possessed kid who is then seeking out the aid of Burston's exorcist character, which is Chris McNeil, um, who's the mother of the possessed Reagan McNeil from the original 1973 film. Really? So, yeah, and they keep talking about how it's not a remake, but it's a continuation, um, which is kind yeah, of what a lot of people are doing now. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's like, it's what the, what a lot of those things are doing is they're doing like continuations instead of remakes, which I'm fine with. I prefer a continuation on a good story than like a remake mm-hmm. of a good story. Or if they're going to do a remake, just remake what could have been great, but was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like, like with what they're doing with like Avatar The Last Airbender, the live action. <laughs> I have yeah, yeah, my yeah. fingers crossed. Um <laughs> Because they just released, that's another news story. I don't have it here, but I was going to talk about it anyway. They just yeah. released the uh, main cast for the Netflix I saw series, yeah. which yeah. I was honestly very afraid of because the original creators backed out of it because the uh, the team um, for like the Netflix team that was working on the show with um, Brian and Michael weren't they weren't aligning. So Brian and Michael mm-hmm. are the two creators of Avatar The Last Airbender. They stepped down. So they left. And I was like, oh, no. Like, See, that's but... the thing about that kind of stuff. Like, how do you how do you make something, like, stay to the, 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 the heart of the story and, and the vision that the creators had without the creators being on board? Yeah. And that's why I was really, really nervous. But they released the photos 
and the like the names of the cast for Aang, Katara, Z- uh, Zuko, and uh, um, Sokka. And I'm actually, they look okay. You know, they look like what they're like supposed to be because Aang, um, he's this little like mixed like Filipino kid, um, which kind of like works because um, kind of because Aang's supposed to be like based off like the Tibetan monks, the airbenders mm-hmm. supposed to be based off the Tibetan monks. I I have a tattoo. Come on. Yeah. I, I'm obsessed with this. Um, and then uh, Katara and Sokka are based off like North American, like Inuit and um, uh, like just like North American, like indigenous people. Okay. Um, so, and both of them have um, Native American backgrounds. So that's really mm-hmm. good. And then um, Zuko his character i think is based more off of like i think it's it's old chinese old japanese like ruling class from Mm -hmm. like the way back in the day like that's the fire nation is kind of based off of that because there's kind of it's a mix like all of the different nations are mixed with different like asian and like native like cultures so looking into who they cast as the actors for that and um like what they're like supposed to be kind of like influenced by from the what the creators had created mm-hmm. i think they're doing good so far and i think that was one of the biggest things that the creators stepped away from because netflix didn't want to do that they wanted to hire like white people and <laughs> michael and brian were like no oh, okay no no okay. no okay but so this is a be- netflix series though it is yeah so it's going to be a netflix it's netflix live action avatar the last airbender series so they're taking the animated version and just making it live action but i think they are i'm i am looking forward to it because i think they are taking a lot of like the fandom criticism to heart Mm -hmm. because originally they i think they wanted to hire like white people for these roles and like literally the entire community was like "Mm, no yeah they did that with the (laughs) um m night Shyamalan live action and it was absolute garbage we don't talk about that movie yeah like (laughs) um so like the i and i'll fight tooth and nail the only good thing about that movie was ang's tattoos it was the only thing that was good about that movie that's That's it but um yeah so i'm really hoping and and with like the slight technological advance with like cgi and stuff i think they'll be able to get the bending done a little bit better um for like what year did that that movie come out it was like 2010 right i think so i want to say it was probably almost like 10 years ago hold on let me check really quick um avatar the last airbender um 2010 yeah yeah came out in 2010 and like some of it was like good but like honestly it was just really bad i was so disappointed yeah Yeah, they i mean they've they've technology has gotten so much better yeah we're 11 years in so i really think like with the technological advances advances we've had in like just just film stuff because like some of the stuff that they did in this wasn't bad yeah like some of the cgi and that wasn't terrible but it was just like too slow or it was just too handle vision yeah like it was just it just yeah. didn't make sense like some of the stuff it's like the characters they're doing all these different kind of martial arts and they're doing a ton of different moves to just have like a tiny thing move and it's like that doesn't make sense yeah. like in the movie like they do one stomp and like a whole fucking building lifts up like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's <laughs> i'm just I'm, I'm really excited i'm really 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 tentative yeah but i'm very excited 
for it, especially now that we have like faces to who's going to be who. Mm-hmm. And like they look different from the cartoon. You're not going to find people that look exactly like the cartoon. Yeah, but, I don't want to look. Um, I don't want to find anyone that looks like a cartoon either. Yeah, even though I've known. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but- <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, back to uh, the Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just saw that look like Gru, legit. Like Groot. Gru. Gru. Oh, I thought he said Groot, like from no. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. no, I was that, like, that, you that, saw, you horrible. met somebody no. who looks like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean she, she wore, she wore a scarf and trench coat, and it looked just like him. Kidding that's not. funny. Yeah, that's but, funny. but are you are you as excited for The Exorcist? I I am. Uh, the Exorcist, the original one, was the first horror movie I ever saw. Oh really? Um, yeah, I was like three. <laughs> three. Yeah, my my dad and my sister were always into like horror and like like scary stuff. Like even as okay. like a, an infant, like we lived in Massachusetts. There's this place every Halloween. The way how we have like like um, yeah. Halloween horror nights and stuff. There was yeah. this place called Spooky World. And it was okay. literally like some tents set up and like some stuff set up in like the middle of like a cornfield in nowhere, Massachusetts. And it was like a horror thing. So there was like haunted house areas. They had like the haunted corn maze and they would actually take people off of like the, the, the truck. So it was like a hayride, like a haunted hayride. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they would take people off of the truck, the hayride. Um, and like, while they're to, like, going, yeah, while they're going, like the, the, characters would like would jump up onto the the hayride nah. truck take people off it was terrifying i would catch a charge and I, going to i don't like that. i don't know how i don't know i don't know if the people that like they took off were like part of the act like yeah they were supposed to be just like a tourist or whatever but they were actually part of like the thing i don't know i don't think so um because i think my sister was taken one time and really? i'm yeah and me like baby i'm a baby so that was like <laughs> i i was always immersed in like that kind of stuff and my dad was always like huge with um like really creepy halloween masks like he always had like the creepiest like weird halloween masks that he would like wear to give kids candy and it was like terrifying um but yeah i think i was like three we were watching it like my dad and my sister were watching it she is seven years older than me so she was like 10 um and i remember like being in our little like tv room and watching the exorcist as like I a three or four year old, it. um, it's it's really effed up. <laughs> I've seen it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it recently. Um, like I, I think maybe one of the last times I watched it was probably in my like mid teens. So at least like ten or so years ago. Okay. Um, ten, twelve years ago, probably. So I, I would like to rewatch it, uh, like as an adult with like proper brain function so i can like understand everything that's going on um but yeah it was the first horror movie i ever remember watching i was like that and like jaws i watched really really young oh man. um which you know makes sense now that i have like a paranormal podcast <laughs> yeah yeah no that fits that fits perfect uh, I, I worked as a scare actor for a few years so did you yeah i worked at a bush gardens or it, at okay. their hollow scream event i worked as a scare actor for a few years okay um so and i love going to halloween horror nights i love going to those kind of things so like i i i'm excited for this one i and who's directing it um it is um david gordon green okay okay yeah so and then leslie odom jr is phenomenal um performer so i'm excited to see him in this role um i also i also think it's kind of cool that it's going to be like 
like a like a black man as like the main character of like a horror movie yeah you know um, we, we die like <laughs> you either, it's like it's like it's like you either die really quick yeah or you're like one of the last ones left because you're like i'm not dealing with this bye you like come back and everybody's dead you're like i told you <laughs> so i think it's going to be interesting um i'll watch it just for that yeah <laughs> so yeah and it's like it. and it's cool i'm actually really happy that there's a lot more like starring roles for people of color right now i think it's yeah, yeah, really yeah. really great because i think um oh my god what is his name he's in the new star wars movies he's british um oh my god i cannot think of his name i, I like just read star it wars. oh my god um now i have to look it up <laughs> gonna bug me if i don't um uh john bagoya boy oh Boy-a- yeah Bo- boyega. boyega yeah 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 yeah, boyega. yeah. <laughs> um yeah. he's he there was like an article about him um being like hey i'm ready for the leading role in like a period piece something like bridgerton mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i think that'd be super cool like he's so talented so it's, it's really nice it to see a lot more like people same with Av- avatar like all of the main cast are poc and i'm like yes because yeah. that's what i wanted like i didn't want anybody like and, and it's weird because i'm like there's a lot more opportunity for people of color right now, which is really phenomenal. And like mm-hmm. the census just came in for the first time ever, like the mm. white population is like the smallest population. And I'm like, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yes, yeah. take over. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of us. So this is kind of like my thing with it. I love it for sure. Right. Yeah. However, there are certain times with it where I'm kind of like, I find myself kind of confused and, and conflicted because say, for example, Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be playing Superman in mm-hmm. the, I think it's the HBO Max series. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a film, but it's a project for HBO Max that he's supposed to be playing Superman. And I love the idea of a black man being Superman, right? Love mm-hmm. it. My issue with it is that DC is just kind of, is all over the place, so we don't know what we're doing with this with this particular uh, 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 universe. Mm-hmm. So Henry Cavill is Superman in this universe, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that's where I'm kind of confused with it. Like, where's that's, the balance? With where's like the correlation like to it? Yeah, yeah that, that, it that's something sense. like I definitely I get that too because a lot of people were talking about that with Spider Man when. Um, Miles Morales shows up and they're like Spider-Man's not supposed to be like this like black Hispanic kid like he's just this like goofy white dude and then you kind of understand more about how like it's the multiverse and there's like all these different versions of wait like, Miles Morales person. isn't isn't Hispanic no he is okay he's black okay. he's black he's black Hispanic his okay, dad's black so. and his thought... mom is like Puerto Rican I think right oh oh so you're saying that 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 he's they were like to... they're saying the... that they no, 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 they're like they—they they were saying like Spider-Man's supposed to be white. Spider-Man's not black. Oh, Spider-Man yeah. the character. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I Spider-Man you. the okay. character, okay. but it's yeah, like, yeah. but it's—it's it's Miles Morales. It's his yeah. universe of it's Spider-Man, a whole different Spider-Man, which is like a whole different thing. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like maybe they're trying to do more of that mm-hmm. with like everything else, like having yeah. Michael B. Jordan play Superman, even though like the same universe, it's Henry Cavill, but then is 
the HBO Max version going to be a separate like timeline, separate universe? Like what? See, that's and, and, see, that's, that's, and that's where I it gets hate. confusing. That's yeah. where it gets confusing because it's like, okay, like Marvel created the thing where there's all this timeline and now with like Loki and you're kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, like the timeline's all over the place now. So mm-hmm. there's all these different possibilities, all these different like um, variants is what they use it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that and and so now it's like okay like is everybody trying to do that now and so DC, like I, that's dc is <laughs> using it just to cover up their stupidity which like yeah. marvel marvel built that up right like yeah marvel yeah planned it out dc didn't plan it out i DC feel like dc is like, very oh, <laughs> let's just like go, go with the flow go with, yeah go with yeah. the flow and just kind of just see how things work yeah, i do feel like yeah. they're very much like that Throw stuff um, to the wall and see what sticks. And meanwhile, know, like the Marvel helps. Universe had like all of their most recent stuff planned after like the second Iron Man movie. They're like, all right, we have it's the next been, like, like plan like ten years out. Yeah, I was like, they, they've got like we've got like the next ten years. Like they just released their new um, show, What If. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but uh, yes. my roommate was watching it the other day, and I was like peeking around, and it's really cool because that's like it's a what if but they're yeah. able to create these like different stories yeah within like the same universe that it's like oh cool like that's what would happen if this person became that person or this like so i'm excited to watch more of that i haven't i've, I've only seen a little bit of what my roommate was watching before i was like leaving for work or something the other day but it looks really cool mm-hmm. and i think that's going to be a really neat neat way to kind of bring in all these characters but i do agree with what you're saying is like some studios almost seem like they're pushing poc characters or poc actors into characters that aren't yeah um and that i can understand like in a comic book like a character's a character and to just Mm -hmm. change the character like really does kind of pull away from like the comic but like some of the comic book characters like you never see their face like you don't know what color they are like so why does it matter you know and and it's like uh nick fury um Samuel L. Jackson, like his race didn't have anything to do with his actual storyline. Yeah. Right? And, so that, and that's the I'm thing. Okay it's like Black Panther, that. Black Panther could not be played by anybody other than like no a black one. man. Yeah. So literally. So, and like that, and the um another story I wanted to talk about for like the new stuff is um uh Shang um Oh Shang Shang-Chi. Yes, 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 yes. Shang-Chi. Um so that was another one I wanted to talk about. Where oh there it is. I was like, where's the article? Um <laughs> so um like nobody other than like an Asian man would have been able to play that character. So it's like right. there's specific characters where their race does matter to who their character is, and then there's some yeah. that don't, and it like yeah. doesn't really matter. I mean, right. technically, Superman's an alien, like, like so it's it makes sense so he could be black or he whatever. Could be, he it, could literally be orange or purple or green, yeah. like it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So that's one of those things that it's like he was just perceived in the original comics as a white man because like that's what was popular and you know, during that white, time and during that time they during that time it was still pretty racist so <laughs> even though things are still pretty racist now like even yeah. that it was worse yeah, yeah um yeah. you know so it's like it's it's things like that that it's like sometimes it makes sense sometimes it doesn't sometimes you can tell the studio is doing it just to try to get like backing by like certain demographics right which is why like i don't like i'm f- i i love the idea of doing uh, of exploring different uh races uh, uh uh or identities of different characters love it but don't placate yeah that's 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 where I, I like and i'm not saying that that like warner brothers or hbo is doing that with with uh michael b jordan 
I don't know the story that they're going to tell with this. Yeah, like, but I'm looking at his DC IMDb. In general. It's not even, like, on his IMD, IMDb as, like, an upcoming thing. So they still don't know so what they they're So they still don't know what's going on. So yeah. maybe he's, like, not a... Like, if he's officially signed on, cool, but they probably have, like, no clue when it's coming out. No, like, this... The only one... There's... Most of these have dates, um, like, 2022, 2021, because um, it's filming. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't even have a date. It's uh, Methuselah? Methuselah? I don't know what that is. I don't, I, uh, and then Creed 3, 2022, wrong answer doesn't have a date. It just says that it was announced. Yeah. You know, so like some of these things, like, ooh, oh, I, this is going to be good. The Methuselah with Mm. Michael Jordan, an action adventure story centered on a 1000 year old man who has used his time on the planet to develop an unparalleled set of survival skills. Okay. What? Excuse me. All right. Time all right michael b jordan um okay but i I like that i like i I like i like the uh uh inclusivity i always mess up with that word but i (laughs) I love that i love that it's just don't 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 like overdo it just to like try to like not overdo it but don't like don't like do it to like please a specific audience like jordan peele is just making good ass movies yeah you know and they are start yeah it's like and they're all starring you know black actors and Mm -hmm. characters and it's not being done in like a gimmicky way like oh my god we made superman black because (laughs) you know it's like no like this is just like this dude and like this his family and like oh he's getting married to this girl or like oh you know it's this this family and they're doing like whatever it is like it's just it's just that's just who the characters are they're not like it feels it, organic it's, yeah it, that, that's okay yes organic that's organic, the word like yeah. authentic organic it yeah. feels yeah it doesn't feel like they're trying to really push that like this family is like a black family and they're look mm-hmm. at how normal they are it's just they're fucking normal because that's what they are which like, is actually the kind of feeling that i got with uh fantastic four the um one michael b jordan did where he played Human Torch. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't know if I ever saw it. It's not worth <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I know. No, I think <laughs> I did. I think I did. Because, dude, like, it's those movies... <laughs> I wish that those movies... Did those are... Okay. No. I mean, kind of. <laughs> it's like... The the premise of them is so cool, but they've made, like, three movies with different actors, and they're all bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, there's nothing... It's like they keep <sighs> trying to make them be good and it's like yeah. you put a few really great actors in there because i think um uh oh my god what's his name plays um mr stretch mr and um almost mr fantastic mr fantastic oh my god yeah. <laughs> mr fantastic um i <laughs> stretch armstrong uh, <laughs> um uh, miles teller and yes. i love yes. miles teller he's from tampa yes. too like he used to be like a promoter at clubs and shit like oh, really? and you like yeah yeah so he's like from Tampa and like um Tampa like Orlando and yeah. you know so I love him he's a great actor I would love to work with him he's somebody I would absolutely love to work with he seems yeah. like he's a great actor him and him and Dylan O'Brien I would kill to work with them um but so he's in Fantastic Four and it's like they put really great actors in these roles for these movies that just like are trash yeah like they, they didn't develop the storyline properly and and and. Story I feel line, like the Fantastic graphics. Four, because like they're Fantastic Four is Marvel, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, because what's his name? Uh, 
old Michael B. Jordan also is Killmonger. So like, yeah. he's bo- both of those characters yeah. in the universe. It's almost like the Fantastic Four movies like don't actually exist within the Marvel universe. But the thing is, is that they that could. That one didn't. That one didn't. That one didn't. That that one wasn't an MCU. It was it was a, a Marvel project, similar to like one of the um the the uh, the Incredible Hulks. Mm. Like it was kind of like. That well, was kind no, of like what I mean, set I mean, it off, but the the Incredible Hulk, um, the one with oh my god, he's in Fight Club. What the hell is his name? Ed, 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 uh, Ed yeah, 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 Ed Norton. Um, yeah. the one that's, with him. That's technically the MCU. Yeah, I was like that's that a, one yeah. is. Yeah, but there was another it, one that wasn't with um Eric Eric Bana. Who is that? I think it was. I think that's his name. I'm seeing his face too. You said Arab Eric Bana. I think that's how you pronounce his name. How do you spell it? Is he black? B A N A. Yeah. B A N A. No, he's white. He's Australian. Oh, he's white. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this guy. Yes, yes. Sorry, there was a there was an Eric Benet. Oh. And, and I was like, <laughs> I was like that guy. <laughs> that's why I was like, is he black? Is it pop? So this guy, Australian dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's in a Hulk movie. <laughs> I never saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He um, it was it came out. He's also in Star Trek. Huh? Oh, the Hulk! Oh my God, he played the Hulk. Yeah, and yeah. just Hulk. Yeah. So that one didn't have anything to do with the MCU. When did this come out? Two thousand three. Oh, so this came out kind of like the same time as Iron Man. So that was kind of like its oh. own. Yeah, the first Iron Man came out in oh four, oh three. Jesus. Yeah, dude, the Marvel Universe has been around yeah. for almost 20 years. Yeah. That's why, like, I, when wow. we... Wow. Yeah, because me and my roommate, we were, we've been, we watched the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, all the way through. Um, I'm still... I still have to finish... 08. It was 08. Talking in... 08. Yes. Okay, so kind of, like, in the middle. That's weird. So, right so this there, was yeah. just kind of, like, a one-off. This wasn't actually part of it. Nothing. Yeah, I think this yeah, one actually things. had a video game associated with it. It did, it did. too. <laughs> yeah, that's what that popped up. It popped up as... Th- the game because he played the he played the voice in the game too yeah um but yeah yeah it's just i forgot what we were talking about but like uh the 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 studio is making characters yeah okay yeah yeah studio is making characters just to make characters to like yeah fit placate yeah to fit a, they, they, it seems like they're trying to, to uh to match fit a quota the they're, trying to re- they're trying to reach a quota that's what it feels like yeah that, that's that's the thing it that kind I don't of like, like oh my it. god we need to have like at least like 50 percent people of color in our films yeah. yeah and it's like okay it's like so we're gonna make them like really really stereotypical no yeah, yeah. like i don't get tell, it tell tell unique stories that like, yeah I, I, it's like the same thing with like lgbtq like they, they're like mm-hmm. people are like putting these characters into into films and shows and like people that are actually part of the LGBTQ community are like, why are you playing on the, on the stereotypes? Like, okay. it's like so, and 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 it just came out this week that um, Tim Drake, Tim Drake's Robin, would uh, came out as bisexual, I think. I think. Oh my God! Yes, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah, which is kind of like. I feel like well, it's like the same thing with like Loki being kind of like non-binary because. I, his character is both like female and male like his like the different variants are kind of like they're not all just like men but how um, does that see okay so that's what's confused me how is but he I not think, considered non-binary when they're, they're that, that's what variants? i'm kind of conf- 
because hold on let me let me actually look look that up because i don't know because to be completely honest i don't even really care about a, a superhero's sexuality to be completely honest it literally doesn't matter it like doesn't if they're badass the they're badass like yeah, it doesn't add anything <laughs> and that's to the and that's the thing is like all of these films that are coming out are creating these characters that have these stereotypes mm -hmm. that like it's like it's not it's like they're doing it to be part of the story versus just being like yeah this character is like gay like yeah and, and they're making husband, like his husband's at home with their kids like right and they're and making like, like these announcements about it like I, yeah like, that's the thing about it that, that weirds me out because we're not we're not doing that with straight characters so just build it into the story just let it be something that's organic and i'll i'll enjoy it either way i don't have a problem with it I, but the, i found but, it so um in the comics he is he is considered like fluid um okay. like gender fluid like non-binary um so that was something that was present an aspect of his identity that was present in the original comics loki? and so yes okay. and loki and so then um viewers could have missed the barrier breaking detail the preview shows it quickly on loki's time variance authority tva file visibly towards the end of the clip if you look closely you notice loki's sex is labeled fluid okay so it it's it's something that was in the comics it's something that they kind of just like hinted to but it wasn't like a huge deal in the show it's not like it was like oh i'm gender fluid it was like it's Which just didn't make sense to me is. because they made an announcement about it and then yeah. when you watch the show it's just like where like that had nothing to do with the, the progress of the story hold sorry i'm looking at like the clip now where is it where is it where is it oh it's too blurry i can't read it um I to, I yeah i mean it's it's not it. it's not like it it's like they made they announced it because it's like it's not hugely and i think maybe that's why they did it because it's not like hugely detrimental to the story mm -hmm. but it creates that character that other gender fluid non-binary people can be like that's me and i think that that's really important too to have that representation because i do too the but i will be completely honest with you a lot of this a lot of the um these terms i'm still i'm lost on so <laughs> that's why like for me maybe maybe it's one of those things where because i don't know you know everything there is to know about it mm -hmm. where i don't know how it fits into the story yeah i can understand that because i i'm i know probably more than like just your average person just because of like my friends and like mm -hmm. who i know like some of my best friends are trans i have a lot of people that are in the LGBT community that are like part of my life. So I know mm -hmm. a little bit, I'm still learning too. You know, yeah. there's still stuff like something will pop up and I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, um, I'm still trying to figure out the whole pronoun <laughs> thing. So that's why I just- I Really? Just, yeah, I just leave it alone. I, really? <laughs> I, so, yeah, I try to be as, as diplomatic as possible. If someone tells me that I'll, 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 I'll say it. Like re I'm, you'll respect it, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's literally like, it's like who you like identify as like if, like your name is Derek, but what if you prefer to be called like Anthony? Mm -hmm. Like that, that was just like, you know what? I prefer this name, Anthony, you know, mm -hmm. that's who I feel like I am. I don't, I'm not a Derek. I'm an Anthony. It's like, okay, cool. I'm going to call you Anthony. Okay. You know, 
it's somebody with like their pronouns it'd be like hey like i feel more of like a he him like i feel like if you're talking about me I, i'd rather you be like oh yeah he did this or let's go tell him okay versus okay versus oh yeah she did that because it's like you're like oh but like that doesn't feel comfortable with me like i don't i don't like that it's like you it's like oh derek you're like oh but that's not my name like my name's anthony yeah, yeah you yeah. know like gotcha. does that kind gotcha. of yeah it's, it's hard to it's, explain well it's, but like that part but of it's it not hard to explain it's like that part of it isn't really that difficult is the is the I, th- I think i've heard some people saying like uh they yeah they them, them um that that falls into that like gender fluidity is they maybe not necessarily identify as like a female but they also don't really like identify as like a man like it's the whole it's like oh, it's a spectrum yeah gotcha. so that, okay, that's what okay. it is it's, it's it's a whole ass it's a whole spectrum because it's the same with like people like let's say somebody's bisexual mm-hmm. but they let's say like i'm i'm a girl i'm bisexual i prefer men but i'm still attracted to women so let's say oh my gosh <laughs> i hit my mic <laughs> every episode you every met, time you met your quota. <laughs> i met my quota for the episode <laughs> that's what happens when you talk with your hands um but let's just say you have you have like a line here and like you have that whole, spe- oh my God, I did it again. Um, you have this whole like spectrum here. Mm-hmm. And let's say like right in the middle, um, you know, it was like a straight person, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. So like, if I'm a woman, this is a man, this is another woman and I'm right in the middle, uh-huh. you know, if I, no, not, not necessarily like, a, like a, I'm trying to, it's basically, it's a spectrum. Um, so it's like, maybe I like could be like bisexual and be like, more on like the i prefer men mm-hmm. but or, or yeah i'd be like i'd be more on this side of the spectrum mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that i don't also find like women attractive or i don't also like have that in my head as like somebody that i i could potentially be with in the future right, right, um, right, right. and i think that's what's really kind of hard and then it's like some people are like you know if you're straight like like only on like men you don't you can like appreciate like a woman's like appearance but you're like i don't want to like be in a romantic relationship with them right and okay. then like vice versa okay. you know so it's it's a huge spectrum see this would be a good so... movie i like <laughs> i would i would it would it would teach a lot and 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 because and, i like i like learning different things like with stories anyway so yeah. that would be that would be a, a phenomenal movie to watch I, I, but it, it is it's it's super interesting because it's like a thing it's like people are like oh well, you can't be this it's like okay but like dude like it's it's like you don't like even like a straight person you're not gonna look at every like for you like i don't if you're straight i'm assuming yeah yeah, yeah that's just yeah. an assumption yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because because <laughs> you're like i don't you yeah. because, because you're like i don't understand this other stuff so i'm like he's probably straight um <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but um but if you're it's like if you're looking if you're like let's say like you're going to the mall and you see like a bunch of women you're not going to find every single woman there attractive oh no not at all you know so and it's like it's like the same thing like it's like just because like somebody might like both men and women they're not going to find every single man attractive they're not gonna find every single woman attractive but they're gonna find people attractive yeah yeah, and and then there's like asexual which is like more like they don't they'll still like people for who they are but they're not like sexually attracted to them like they don't feel the need to do that like that's not something that's like and, and that's just kind of how there's so much to it like i feel like i'm like not the right person to explain but no trust me you've explained a lot more than i knew already yeah (laughs) so i'm trying you know it's like it's like and then it's like it's 
like uh one of the podcasts i listen to um and that's why we drink it's another paranormal true crime podcast they're huge they're they they their only job is the podcast um so they've nice. made it um <laughs> nice. and they um it's em and christine m um has never come out as like anything specific like non-binary or like just queer in general mm-hmm. um but they go by they them pronouns mm-hmm. um and that's they were one of the first people that I kind of was constantly like, not like in contact with, but constantly like, because I was listening to the podcast every single week or when I first found the podcast, they already had a few couple hundred episodes I had to binge through, you know? Yeah. So I kind of learned as, as the show went on, because at the beginning of the show, um, you don't really know that they go by they, them, they were still being called like she, her. And okay. Um, then it like a few episodes, then it was like, so sorry, like M goes by they, them. Um, and then that was just it. Cool. They, them, like, it wasn't like a big deal. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it wasn't a big deal. It's like, Hey, you know what? I go by they, them. And this was a couple of years ago. And even now they still haven't really come out as like anything other than just like queer. They're not saying that they're like non-binary or like whether they're like what their sexual preferences are like they're in a relationship with a woman and right now and they're super happy you know and yeah. it's like it doesn't affect me at all you know they're still the same person that i listen to on yeah. the podcast like they're yeah. funny as hell they're like super yeah. cool i would love to be friends with them so bad yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they live in la and it's like they have a they have a bumble bff and i'm like i wonder if i should get bumble bff and see if maybe i can match because i don't really have any friends here yeah and that's kind of sad i don't really have any friends here um and I'm like, maybe I should get Bumble BFF so I can like make friends. I'm like, oh, what if M comes up on my Bumble BFF? <laughs> what if they don't swipe right? <laughs> but um, no, but it's like, it's like, it doesn't change who the person is. Like they're still like the same person. They're just going to be happier being more authentic to who they are. Which is why I don't think that that has to um, be something like, like a, 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 major announcement for them to tell what a you know a specific character actually yeah is. i feel like, like just build it, it into the story like, i'd be fine with that yeah i think it can, it can be done like subtly or it can be done like and it's like with with loki it doesn't necessarily like dictate his entire identity for mm. the show like it's not like a a, a point in the show like it's not mm-hmm. something that's gonna hinder or advance his career or his career his character mm-hmm. at all it's just who he is so you kind of just it's just you learn a little bit more about the character that is something that for for um, Loki specifically is in the comics you know so yeah. it's something that kind of comes up in the comics and I mean Loki's Loki's a, a shapeshifter right doesn't he shift shapeshift can he is that Loki or am I thinking of somebody else I think he, um, he's just he's just more into um he can replicate himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um different things like that. I don't know if he can shapeshift though. I don't okay, yeah, yeah. Loki is the god of trickery, can? deceit, and shapeshifting. Oh. As the actual god Loki, he can shapeshift, but I don't know if Loki is a known shapeshifter, although for a time in the comments, he struggled to shapeshift into anything that wasn't still him. So he can shapeshift, at least in the comics. I don't know if they do any of it in the movies. I can't remember. Even though I just watched all of them. But yeah, yeah, so because he's the god of mischief, mischief, trickery, deceit, shapeshifting, like he can be other. No, he does, because there's some sometimes like 
somebody would like grab somebody because it's Loki. Um, so I mean, I mean that would kind of, kind of, uh, you know, fall into that like gender fluidity if he's able to, maybe maybe like sometimes he just enjoys being like a female. Yeah. You know, maybe sometimes he's just like, nah, I feel like being a dude today. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of. I feel like I feel like I know a little bit more about this just because there's a few people on TikTok that I follow that are like gender fluid or non-binary or trans and it's just you kind of um it's like sometimes sometimes i'll see their their videos and they're like very very feminine and sometimes i see their video and they're like super hyper masculine and it's like i think i've just i'm i'm immersed in a lot of that Mm -hmm. through just like my tiktok because i watch too much tiktok (laughs) um but you know it's i think that's how i know a little bit a little bit more but i mean it's like i feel like it's important to have like characters that are lgbtq but like also not like blatantly yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and yeah. it's like the same with like people of color it's like yeah you have these characters but you don't need to make them play out the stereotype for like the longest time like any asian character had an accent yeah. and like was always like bowing or something like something like yeah. that like it was so stereotyped and it wasn't it was it was really racist yeah it's like oh but yeah. like we have these characters they're asian characters or there's black characters it's like yeah but like you got like the black guy picking, picking cotton and like the asian dude like doing like like martial arts yeah like which cool but also like no like yeah <laughs> you don't and- need those characters in there like that you can literally just have like the neighbor who's born and raised in the Bronx, New York, and they're mm-hmm. Asian. But see, that's, like, that's why like, it feels like it limits, well, not it feels like, it does limit your storytelling ability when, you, when you're when you only playing into those stereotypes. Yeah. So it's like, you don't have to have, like, if you have these characters, they don't have to be these stereotypes. And I think that's what we're starting to break away from in film, which is yeah. great. And I'm really, really happy for that because yeah. it's like, you can have like a gay character. God, I hit the mic again. Jesus. Um, you can have a gay character and it's not like detrimental to like the entire story you know it's like the exact same as like we have like a dude who's like the action hero who's trying to like you know get home to his wife you know it's like Mm -hmm. you can have an action character who's trying to get home to his husband like yeah it it doesn't change like who the character is like in the story of it like it changes like oh cool like he's into dudes like yeah okay yeah. He just beat the shit out of that other guy, though, and that was fucking yeah. cool. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it doesn't change, like it, and it shouldn't. I, I know for some people it does, but it should not change your view of that character just because they're a certain race or a certain um, identify in a certain way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's yeah. like the character is the character, and you should like the character for the character, not for like the color of their skin or the fact that like they're into men, like. I, it's just yeah. the whole thing but there's i think recently there's just been a lot more like openness in film yeah there has um yeah. which is great you know and i think that's super important with just like <laughs> the growth of like humanity mm-hmm. you know i think our generation the generation after us are definitely in a place where like we are not as judgmental like yeah. there's definitely still some people that are like in our generation that were raised by like racist racist people mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that were raised by racist people that 
met other people and grew and like learned more about other people and different cultures and they're pulling away from what they were raised as and and Mm -hmm. they're gonna sit there and raise their kids differently now to be better yeah to be better to not judge people based on to not judge people based on the color of their skin but on the (laughs) the the rest of their quote (laughs) but on but on the 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 oh my god what's the rest of the quote it's like does not judge people based on the the color of their skin content of the character oh my god (laughs) i was gonna say their characteristics but i was like that's not the word (laughs) um yeah but yeah so it's and i think that's important you know it's becoming something that's a lot more common you know and uh it's it's not you know people of color people in the lgbt community specifically people of color in the lgbt community have been fighting so hard for so long to have the opportunities that they have today yeah and you know they fought for that and they don't ever want anybody like them to have to do that same fight they want it to be easier for them easier for them and i think there's another thing with like generation is like the previous generation was like i worked hard and i worked a million hours so i could do this thing to provide for my kids why do they think that they get everything handed to them? It's like, dude, like, don't you want them to not have to suffer the same way you did to have mm-hmm. like similar things? Like you want your kids to be happy and healthy. And if they're sitting there having to work like 90 hours a week just to get by, like you, you don't want your kid to do that. Like you worked really hard yeah. so they wouldn't have to do that. And now you're complaining about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that doesn't make sense. It's like, I think, our generation is definitely a generation it's like yeah we're working our asses off to get like what we need to get so our kids don't have to work their asses off mm-hmm. and not have any like like as a like we're we developed money for no reason <laughs> like we didn't we lived <laughs> off the land yeah. like we didn't need yeah. money yeah you know we're the only yeah. species that pays <laughs> to survive and if like <sighs> I think I was reading this thing about how lions majority of their time, they're just chilling. They're just laying around, chilling in the sun, relaxing. Mm -hmm. And when they're hungry, the ladies go out, kill some food, bring it back and they eat. And then they like make babies and then they just chill and relax. Like that's their entire existence. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds wonderful. (laughs) Like we've created such a complex society for no reason (laughs) like i should be able to just chill yeah and like you know when i want to go out and do something i go out and do something yeah but i can't because if i just chill then i don't make money so then i can't pay bills i can't feed myself or my dog i can't Mm -hmm. pay my rent so i lose my home Mm -hmm. and we have all these stresses and stuff put on us because of what society has created for no real reason <laughs> literally power that's really all it is oh yeah so have more power most definitely oh, most definitely oh but i think that i think the 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 more that time goes by um with these different realizations and 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 um not even realizations but uh cause of action i think we'll be able to see the the storytelling get that much better there's a, t- yeah. there's a ton of stories that we've not seen on screen. Yeah. Oh, and that's I'm why so that's why excited. I'm tired of these reboots. 
Yeah, I that's guess, one like, title. I, and like I, 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 I get reboots because we're in a, like a place where everybody feels really like nostalgic and they want to kind of mm-hmm. be reminded of what once was. You know, before yeah. we were in a pandemic, before we were going through these like financial crises as a, a world. You know, they want to be reminded. Adults. Yeah, and it's not even just that. It's just like in general, like there's so much going on in the world the past like five, ten years mm-hmm. that not even no, literally the past like twenty years, like and it just it's just constant, just like struggle, struggle, struggle. And it's like you know what, like this shit, like with Space Jam, it's like oh, this came out like thirty years ago. Like let's remake it, you know, yeah. to like bring back before things sucked, like, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I think that's what it yeah. is. But I think with all of these like storytelling, like being able to tell more stories with like more people and more like more like it's honestly less white people less white people telling stories about things that they don't understand like um the new show uh reservation dogs i i legit just saw that on hulu i i haven't watched it yet and i want to watch it so bad Um, But I keep seeing like ads for it and I keep seeing like a ton. (laughs) There was this one thing and it was like Native American people throwing away all the trash that they used to used to use to represent themselves now that Reservoir Reservation Dogs is out. And it was just like somebody was just like throwing something out, but it was like photoshopped in like the Indian in the cupboard and Uh, um, like all all of those other like movies that like had like some kind of like Native American-ness to them Mm -hmm. um, or like or just like indigenous um, Mm -hmm. to them that they were using that was their representation but it's like this is like literally people from like i think what is it, like oklahoma or something mm-hmm. like a small town in like oklahoma where the tribe has like lived there forever and they've just it's like a modern day like it represents who they are now more than anything else so they like and i was like that's great you know yeah. and one of the things i read about that that show is that like they have the talent there is like native american indigenous talent but they don't live in Los Angeles. They don't live in New York City. You know, mm-hmm. they live in these like smaller rural towns in like in like the in like the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what they did for the show. They went to the Midwest. They went to these towns. Yeah. To find these actors that are authentic to the story that they're telling. Yeah. And they're getting input from people in that community to tell a story like it i'm really excited to watch it i haven't watched it yet but yeah. i everything i've seen is really really good I, I i follow a few um like native american people on tiktok um and they talk about like they, they've they've been like the show's great so i'm like oh wow like you're good. hyping this show up good. because it represents you and who you are and who your community is yeah. that's what i want to see i want to see more of that i don't want to see all these stereotypes I want to see what it's actually like, you know, yeah. and like they're normal people, but they have traditions and they have things in their culture that they do continue to do. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that. I love yeah. learning about cultures. I think that's like, yeah. I'm, I'm a huge history person. Like one of my absolute favorite shows in the world is Expedition Unknown by Josh Gates. Mm-hmm. And he's the host of the show, but he's an archaeologist and he literally travels the world. A lot of it's like spooky stuff, scary stuff, not scary stuff, but like spooky stuff um, or just like treasure hunting. But he really goes into the history and the cultures of these peoples that he's going to be in the in the places of and then um the most recent episode he's in it's like a small 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 village like still like a village in Mm -hmm. south america and somewhere in south central america 
Central South America. I can't remember the country that he's in. Um, But um, it's going to bug me. I think it's South America. I don't know. He's looking for like El Dorado. And I don't remember what country that that's supposed to be in. Um, Anyway, but uh, he's with this time, like a tribe that's still like a tribe. And yeah. And like, he's like smoking tobacco that they, that they give him as part of like a rite of passage to, to bring him to like the, to open his spirits up to receive the information. And it's beautiful. And like, he's one of those people, he's super respectful. He's this big old burly white dude, but he's Mm. so goofy and so like in tune with like understanding other cultures. Yeah. And it's, I, I, I love the show because he really does work with all these other cultures and he fully immerses himself in them. And you nice. get to see that on the show and it's super cool. And I think that that's really important. Like I'd rather watch something like that, or I'd rather watch a show like reservation dogs where it's like really showing you what it's like mm-hmm. to live versus like all these stupid stereotypes. Like you don't yeah. need to have a stereotype for somebody to be like, Oh, that's like an, that's an, that's a uh, native American or that's an Indian, whatever. Like, no like they're people you know like sorry tangenting no you're good you're good i I love it i love it no (laughs) i i agree though i agree though i I, i'm 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 intrigued with seeing how um how many more projects we get in you know a short amount of time especially coming out of once once the pandemic is fully over being able to see how much more uh creative people will be yeah. Oh, yeah. Telling, uh, 100%. being able to 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 uh, put different characters on screen, like I'm actually intrigued with, and I think they they have a they have a full um, like a big opportunity in front of them because with these like with the Suicide Squad, for example, characters we never we don't we don't know we don't those characters. Know these characters. They're, they're, they have their own comics, but we don't do know who they are. Whatever, basically, this is a blank canvas. You can pretty much write what you want with, you know, different representation and different uh, identities and stuff like that. You can do that with a lot of these characters yeah. and make different spinoffs, which would make it creates DC original content that better we have. If they yeah. Did that. yeah. It's, it's like it creates this content that we're, stri- we're, we're, we're starving for. We're starving yeah. for new content. Yeah. And it's like you have so many of these characters that you can create films for that you can create shows for that mm-hmm. people will watch like it sounds silly like the uh, uh what's what's her name uh with the rats in suicide squad yes. like like yeah. you feel like oh that's weird like she just sounds like rats like that's not but she like kicked ass in a movie and now she i want to know more about her story yeah you know yeah. so it's like okay i want to learn more about this and it's like yeah. oh but it's just like a rat it's like nah it's, it's cool yeah. you know and you want to learn more about these characters and there's so much of that and then you can create new characters and i think that's going to be really important with film and stuff over the next, you know, decade. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. Is I think it's a. Tur- I think we're. At, I think we're at a turning point, actually. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like the like a new renaissance, like in in film. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pause really quick. I'm gonna go check the tub. Yeah. yeah you do. Okay. I'll be right back. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. always looking at you like mom what are you doing i'm not gonna get in that tub don't worry it's not for you it's in case we lose water bubba um okay so okay 
let's jump into uh i i we we really we tangent a lot um yeah we covered a, couple, a lot though <laughs> we did a, a couple quick little things uh emma stone is confirmed to star in cruella sequel yes um which i just saw which is really cool um i don't know if she's still planning on suing disney um because disney has officially cut ties with scarlett johansson for any future projects i think she's finishing up a project oh, that she really? has with them now but uh disney uh i believe has cut ties with her so well, we'll see um... how that goes um i remember reading that emma stone was going to sue disney but now she's doing the crow sequel so we'll see I wonder how that affects uh, the Rock and uh, Emily Blunt's lawsuit. That was, yeah. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm curious on what's going on with that one as well. Um, the I already brought up what if, um, and like how that show can change thing or just kind of show us a little bit more. Really um, good. This is Emma Stone. Um, Miss Halle Berry turned 55 on Saturday. Wow. 55 she still looks like she's like 20 yeah um she literally like i'm i don't understand she looks so good um but she literally you know, turned a yeah <laughs> a lot of water <laughs> yeah a lot of good genetics yeah 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 um but yeah dude she is 55 years old it's like jennifer lopez uh j-lo we were talking yeah. about her the other day i'm like damn mm. like <laughs> yeah these ladies are killing it i i want to look like them when i'm 55 you know in another like 20 years like that's what yeah. i want to look like yeah yeah they, they're killing it they're killing it um ryan murphy um so american horror story he's going to be doing like a full series uh just american story um so he's gonna be working on uh american um like the new one yeah the new american horror story i think it's out i think it's coming i think it's out already oh um but he's working on um, American sports story, American love story, um, American crime story. So he's uh, working on like spinoffs from American Horror Story um, to expand the franchise, which is kind of cool. That's gonna be great. Um, yeah. So the two, so they have, so I guess American Horror Story has been American Horror Story. They've had that for like ten years, but yeah. American Crime Story um, expands his franchise of domestic dramas. Um, and he is going to be having two new spinoffs, American Sports Story and American Love Story. Um, that was that was announced on Friday. Um, nice. So the, the two new series already have topics for their first season. Sports will be will base its first installment on Gladiator, Aaron Hernandez, and football. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. All right. I'm with that. That's gonna be a lot. That's gonna be okay. A good, that's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a. That's gonna be a good one. Like a did, deep one. Yeah. Did you see that one? I think, if I'm not mistaken, they did the one with uh, O.J. Simpson. Did they? Yeah. With his trial and all that. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. played him. I think I don't think that was part that of the. Is that the, that's like, not the same series? No, no, because okay. this one hasn't started yet. It's, this is the first. It's gonna have the first for the first season is gonna be the first installment's gonna be Gladiator, Aaron Hernandez, and football. Okay. Um it's gonna yeah, it's gonna right. um the rise and fall and death of the NFL star, convicted murderer, exploring the connections of the desperate 
strands of his identity, his family, his career, his suicide, and the legacy in sports and American culture. Um, American Love Story will first explore the whirlwind courtship and marriage of John F. Kennedy Jr., who died in a 1999 plane crash, and Carolyn Bassett. Um, All right. Yeah. So that'll be kind of cool. Um, American, yeah, American Horror Story double feature, impeachment, American Crime Story due September 7th, uh, which focuses on Bill Clinton's affair with Monica Lewinsky yes, in the 1990s. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. That's be a good one. Honestly, though, like, I feel like Ryan Murphy is probably one of the best film TV creators right now. I think TV because he does all all TV. he doesn't really do movies. Um, just by how successful his shows have been, yeah, you know, um, he I he just knows he just knows what works. Yeah. Um. So anything that he makes, I'm very like, very much like excited to see. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. Oh, FX just has a lot of good, great they poems, do. programming. They really do very very good the mayans company. amazing show i haven't watched that yet i don't want to watch it i want to watch it so bad um there's so many shows it's just crazy like i told like my life's so busy and like trying to like find time to watch like a movie like every mm-hmm. once in a while like it took so long for me and my roommate to get through the marvel movies because there's like 20 of them yeah, and like yeah, i'm yeah. still watching the shows like i still haven't finished um uh falcon and winter soldier i still have a few episodes of that left so it's like oh yeah that one was really good it's a lot um but yeah so that's another one uh, jennifer hudson is starring in um uh oh, aretha or respect yeah yeah she's playing aretha yeah. she but uh but uh so she is she was one of the last people on earth to speak with Aretha Franklin. So she's taking that conversation that she had with her and really using it to, oh, to nice. portray her character and, and nice. to, you know, do it as, as well as she can. And I don't think there's anybody else that could have played Aretha Franklin other than Jennifer Hudson. Well, Cynthia, that I'm aware of huh? Cynthia Arrive did one, uh, just did a movie, I think like two years ago, if I'm not mistaken, maybe a year ago, but that where it came out a year ago. Um, where she played uh, Aretha Franklin, and that Cynthia Arrivo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be pronouncing her last name wrong, but yeah, she. E R I V O. Um, yes. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, who are you? Why don't I know who you are? I think bad you... times at the Eldorado. Oh, Harry. Oh, she played Harriet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God, she was in Chaos Walking too. I want to watch that. We should watch that for an episode, Chaos Walking um oh I it's 2021 it. yeah it's like a new yeah. movie i want to it's um uh daisy ridley and uh, uh spider-man tom holland yes <laughs> um, i haven't watched it but i guess she's in that too that yes up. I yes i'm with that i'm with I that i would i would love to watch that one as well yeah um oh my god yeah she she played aretha i think like a year oh and ago. genius the tv show yeah oh my god i need to watch that i didn't mm-hmm. i don't really know too much of her as an actress um oh she's good She's good. Yeah, literally looking at like the what what she's on uh, HBO that was. I forgot the name of that series, but she did a great job. The Outsider. The Outsider, yes. 
<laughs> it's like one of the series that she's yeah. in so much. Oh my God. I, mm-hmm. I need to look more into this woman. She literally everything that I'm seeing that's like on her thing I've heard of and heard good things of. Yeah. Um, yeah she, she's, she's, oh really my God. Good. Boss baby. <laughs> she plays one of the babies. Oh, really? Yeah. She's bo- boss baby back in business, the TV series. She's the turtleneck superstar CEO baby. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still haven't seen the first one, so I didn't want to watch the. Oh, the, it's cute. It's really cute. I haven't watched the show, um, but like the movies are cute. Um, I'm going to check it out. Damn, she's in some shows too. And she has like four things upcoming. Oh, oh my gosh, she's in Pinocchio. They're making a Pinocchio movie. Oh, boy. Stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a live action Pinocchio. What the heck? Yeah, didn't Jonathan Taylor Thomas do one? Maybe. Who's playing Pinocchio? Oh my God, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the cricket. <gasps> Tom Hanks is Giuseppe, Gi- uh, Gippepo. Oh my God. Giuseppe, whoa. How do you say his name? I don't know now. Pep- Geppetto? Geppetto? Geppetto, I think it is Geppetto. Geppetto. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I literally just could not read that at all. Wow. Um, Benjamin Evans Antsworth is Pinocchio. He is a child, so I don't know who you are. Let's look you up really quick. Oh my God, stop. He's in um, Haunting on Hill House or Haunting a Blind Manor. He plays Miles. That show. Those those shows are brilliant. Haunting on Hill House, Haunting a Blind Manor. The new one. What's the new one? Oh my God. Yeah, that one. that, That one took me out. Um, what's the next one's coming out too? Um, I saw. Haunting, yeah, I saw. Uh, the haunting. Blubber is the new one. Yeah. Dude, I, think... I would love to work with. Um, um, oh my god. Victoria Pedretti. Or McKenna Grace. Uh, Victoria Pedretti plays um, Nell. So the crooked neck. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And McKenna Grace plays young Theo. McKenna Grace is such a great little actress. I'm so excited to see her future. Like, yeah. she's going to do so much. Um, but Victoria Pedretti, I think she's in the new season of You as well. I think there's a new season of that coming out. Yeah. I couldn't um, show. Wait, how many seasons are there? Two? Three? Three. Just three seasons. Yeah, I couldn't get into it at all. Um, I, I watched like some of it. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't finish it. Um, but I, I liked it. I just had to be like in the headspace for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was good on that show. I tried, I watched like three or four episodes. And I was like, yeah, this is not for me. Not for me. Uh, what is the new one? Twenty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, 2021 is kicking off some haunting news. Netflix has no plans to drop a third installment. Oh, no, that's not good news. Netflix. <laughs> I thought it meant, like, no plans to drop it. Like, they're not going to yeah. drop the one that they already have. But now yeah. I'm reading it again out loud. I'm like, oh, they have no plans to drop a third installment. So they don't have a third one planned. That's, that's sad. Oh, but this was January. Hold on, hold on. This isn't recent. Um... August wrong. 
that's not what I want. Midnight Mass is the next horror series from the mind from the mind behind Haunting of Hill House. Okay, so I guess yes, that's I don't think a it's new the same. one. Yeah, no, it's not, but it's just from the same creators. Okay. So it's probably still really good. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Okay. So are you ready to get into the review for the movie? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. My name is Jessica Lemon, and I am the host of Sour, Sweet, and Spooky, a paranormal podcast with a little true crime squeezed in. Because where there's paranormal activity, there's gotta be some kind of true crime involved, right? I talk about ghosts, aliens, murder, cryptids, urban legends, conspiracy theories, and more. Stories from all over the world for you to enjoy every week. So check me out on social media at Sour Sweet Spooky and pretty much every platform that podcasts are found and be ready for a brand new story. Oh, and remember, stay sour, stay sweet, stay spooky. All right. So this week we watched Vivo, um, super cute movie. Uh, I had only seen a couple of billboards for it, mm-hmm. so I didn't really know what it was. And then I saw that it was on like Netflix and I was like, oh, this looks cute. Um, Vivo is a 2021 American computer animated musical comedy drama film produced by Sony Pictures. Um, the film is directed by Kirk D'Amico and co-created by Brandon Jeffords from a screenplay by D'Amico and, oh my goodness, Queeraria Algeria Hudes. Apologies, Ms. Hudes. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I should have looked up how to pronounce her name. Um, Quiaria Elgeria Hudes. That's probably as close as I'm going to get without butchering it more. Um, but it stars um, Lynn Manuel Miranda, Zoe Saldana, Juan de Marcos Gonzalez, Michael Rooker, Brian Tree Henry, Nicole Byer, and Gloria Esteban. Um, the film marks Sony Pictures animated Sony Pictures Animation's first musical film. Yeah, I see. I knew nothing about the movie before. We I I didn't it. either. Other than seeing a couple of billboards and seeing it pop up on Netflix on like the new things, I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah, I didn't so, even know Zoe Saldana was in this movie. Yeah, she plays the mom, I think. Yeah, I I because I didn't I didn't pay attention to the credits. I didn't pay attention to. Uh, 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 any any um, advertisements, nothing. But this was a really this is a really good animated film. I, yeah. I and this is about the Cuba uh, about uh, Cuba's um, uh, culture, which I which I loved. Cuba. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Um, I never understood how it went from Cuba to Cuba. America. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're gonna go to Cuba. I I see I need to learn Spanish (laughs) I tried I tried my hardest especially in in college I tried when I was in high school God bless my professors because I didn't that oof that was rough I took two years of it in high school and both years my teachers were fired for inappropriate conduct so I didn't learn a ton in high school but oh wow that's a dark turn i thought i thought you 
I thought you were going to say they were fired because they, they weren't teaching the curriculum correctly. No, the first one was the girls volleyball coach and was in the locker room all the time. And then the second one was a very beautiful woman who liked young men. Wow. So they, 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 they got, they got, they, um, they got, they got the their, they, no, they, they, they hired, um, people off the sex registry. Basically, um, Basically. it was Florida. So <laughs> okay. There that we makes go. sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, no. So, um, I didn't really learn a ton in high school cause my teachers were fired halfway through the year and then our substitutes never really taught us anything. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really learn more of Spanish, Spanish until like more of my adult life when I started working at vans in florida Mm -hmm. because my manager was puerto rican and then like half of our staff was um some form of hispanic again florida Mm. like most people are oh yeah um and then when i moved here yeah and then when i moved here to la it's like 90 percent like mexicans and um like some form of like central american um so everybody speaks spanish here and like i lived with my roommate and his family when we were like dating i lived with his family and they're all like Mexican speak Spanish all the time. So I was surrounded by it for a long time. Wow. Um, and I, I still don't fully speak it, but I can understand a lot more than I used to. And I can have like, I can, I can, I can have like a half conversation. Like if you speak to me in Spanish, like slowly, I can understand like half of what's being said and I can kind of piece it together. So then I can reply in English. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's like the same at like work like a lot of people ask for like like i know how to do like shoe sizes men's women's like um colors things like that like i can i i'm i'm pretty good on that and i can have some sentences here and there but yeah i didn't really learn it in school learned it yeah. in life afterwards yeah. i've got the duolingo owl hounding oh, me every yeah. day <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like you forgot your lesson jessica <laughs> see and and that, that's what's out when, when i have kids i'll i'll probably learn with them yeah i think that's something too is like whenever i have kids like i definitely don't want my children to be only speaking like english i want to get them into like several languages because like even if i knew like a little bit more in spanish like i feel like my life would be so much easier yeah because like whenever i go places like even we go get to like food like me and my roommate he'll like we'll go to like order food and he'll just like bust out spanish and just like order whatever it is in spanish and i'm like yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, um, did you see Coco? Yes. Okay. So what did you think was, um, did you, did you like how, let me rephrase this question. Did, did they show as much of the culture in Vivo to you as they did in Coco? not at all that's what i had a problem with mm-hmm. because i love being able to to uh uh you know hear the music and and you know them talking about different things but i didn't get a grasp for the culture yeah i i agree i definitely feel like a movie like coco had a ton more like cultural significance yeah because that was kind of like the entire premise of the film was the like the, the cultural dead. yeah there was the cultural yeah. significance of like that world that yeah. was created was based on the entirety of like that culture so i think that's why that that movie had a lot more cultural significance to it than 
um, Vivo. I feel like Vivo had like a little bit of it, mm-hmm. um, but really didn't show much in all honesty. Yeah. We really didn't get like a ton of like, we got like, sorry, the hiccups. Uh, we got like the the pride of being Cuban mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing like the beautiful parts that Cuba is because I feel like Cuba is very much um, seen in a negative light, mm-hmm. um, which honestly right now it's not doing too great either. You know, there's there's yeah. a lot going on there that's not okay. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot of sick people, a lot of things like I wish we could do more, um, but they're, they've got a kind of like a dictatorness. I, I, I don't even know. It's just bad. Yeah. Um, so when you think of Cuba, you think more of like, um, like the negative sides of it. Um, so I think at the beginning of the movie, you really do see like how beautiful it can be. Yeah. Um, cause, cause it is, it's a, it's a beautiful country. It's just run by not so beautiful people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is why I would like, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the, a little bit more of like the beautiful culture that and, is. Yeah. 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 The architecture, yeah. like that, 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 like, um, that like courtyard area that mm-hmm. like center that was beautiful like the yeah. little fountain it was really really yeah. cute but that's yeah. kind of all you really see you see that and then like when vivo is kind of going through the buildings to catch the the song mm-hmm. um you see a little bit of it but you really don't see too much of it and i that i wish i did see a little bit more of that it was yeah. definitely more like music focused because even during like the musical performances there was a lot of extra animation like when gabby shows up and she's doing her song which by the way mm-hmm. the way yes. gabby shows up is so funny she's hilarious. like hilarious <laughs> so you're vivo right <laughs> like <laughs> um yeah and that was really cute like it's a cute movie but like it if is. you're looking at it and like more of like analytically like i feel like they could have done a lot more with like the like cuban significance yeah. um i was also like <clears throat> i don't i didn't know it was lynn manuel um I didn't know it was his movie again. Like I, I had only seen like the, yeah. the cover of it, like the picture of it. I hadn't seen really much else. Um, so when I, when Vivo started singing and I was like, <laughs> I, that is, that is Mr. Miranda. Yeah. What? Um, and that's when I first was like, wait a second. And I was like, okay, so it's going to be, and the music is like, it's very Hamilton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I didn't watch Hamilton. Oh my God. You need yeah, to watch I, it. It's I so tried. good. I tried. You gotta watch. You, you gotta watch it. Just I, you gotta I sit tried. down and watch the whole thing. I see. It's, my thing it's is long, I need, but I need a breakup. So like this was perfect. This is is a balance of of the story with uh, um dialogue and then inclusion and then music. the and the music. Yeah. That my uh I wanted Hamilton to watch was this. Just music. It's pretty much like straight music throughout the whole yeah. thing. But I mean it's a musical. Like it's musical theater. Like that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Which I love musical theater. I do enjoy it quite a bit. But I know what you mean. Sometimes depending on the show I would like to kind of have like a break in between the like the song. Yeah. And like the next bit. Like like Grease does a really good good way of doing mm-hmm. that. Like mm-hmm. um cuz we did that show when I was in high school. Um, and you have like bits that are just like a scene or two of dialogue, and then you have like a song, like a scene yeah. or two of dialogue, and you have a song or two. Um, but my roommate, I was like, Oh, we should watch Vivo, and he was like, No, it's got music in it. And I was like, So, like, it's still popping. He's like, No, I don't like musicals, <laughs> like, refused to listen <laughs> just because there was music in it. But I think maybe yeah. he's like, Same, same, but as you, is 
needs like a break up in between like having yeah. like some music some like scenes of dialogue and things going on because this slick reminded me of uh animated films like when we were kids it's like lion King, yeah yeah aladdin where it's it's a it's a dialogue in there but they have the songs that progress the music the, the movie as the movie well. yeah it pushes the movie forward yeah. a little bit yeah. yeah i like that um i like that yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely did. I like, I thought it was cute. I love, I love musicals. Like, yeah. I love musicals. I love like fun kids movies. Um, there was one part when Gabby was showing her phone to her mom in the kitchen mm -hmm. and the animation on the phone reminded me of that Netflix movie that came out. Um, it was the something family. Mm -hmm. Was it an animation? Yes. Oh my god, what is it called? The Mitchells versus the Machines. Oh, I still haven't watched that. Oh, it's good. It's a good okay. one. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Mitchells versus I, I wrote the Marshalls, and I was like, no, the, the Mitchells, <laughs> the Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, because the kid in that, the girl in that, like, she creates all these like animations and stuff, and is mm. like always showing them on her phone. Um, and then just in general, the animation of that movie kind of has some like similarness to it. But so when she showed her phone, that was, she was like, hilarious. this is what I do. Yeah, it was so funny. That was her like goodbye to like yeah. the group. <laughs> I was like, this girl, I like her. Um, yeah. But her thing, she, um, uh, when she showed that, I just got suddenly like brought back to the Mitchells versus the Machines because it was a very similar animation, but what she made. Mm -hmm. um, and I was curious if um, the same people were involved at all. And I didn't look it up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna hold on. Yeah, no, the the animation in this film overall was just. It was good. It was originally supposed to be a DreamWorks film back in like 2010. Lynn brought it to DreamWorks, and it's just yeah. like there was yeah, because DreamWorks was going through like a ton of different changes. I think like 2015 is when they like completely like turned over like a ton of stuff. So when Lynn Manuel went in like 2010 ish i think mm -hmm. to um uh try to get this movie made there was just so much stuff going on that they were like no um so then uh sony picked it up um a few years ago and they were able to actually make it and put it together see sony and i want to i don't want to i'm not going to say too much about this but sony does better with their animations I'm starting to see that because they did mm -hmm. that with Amazing, uh, uh, um, the uh, Amazing Spider-Man. What was that? Spider-Verse. Uh, yeah. They did the same yeah. thing with that, you know, like it. It, it won an Oscar. Like they did a really yeah. good job with it. Yeah. So I like, and, and uh, I, I just loved. I love the different colors. I think that's that's one thing that this movie caught very well. Uh, vibrant, vibrant colors. It was. Um, it was a very bright, and that's. I think that's something too with like like culturally culturally uh, i think he was like i yes. think just hispanic cultures in general are very colorful yeah um and they really brought that into like the whole essence of the movie which is yeah which was great yeah especially when they when they brought the movie uh, when the story came over to uh to to, to florida mm -hmm. um i mean it, it of course because it's a melting pot there it, it's the same thing it, it, yeah. it was bright and 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 uh i thought they i just thought they did a phenomenal job with all that yeah they they definitely did i i, I enjoyed it like it was like visually like nice to watch like it wasn't too crazy yeah. um it was 
the snake um oh the snake the snake was fun because i once i once i heard lin manuel's voice i was like hold on a second um and oh no sorry i just closed that other tab um when i first heard his voice i was like um oh my god who else is in this and so i looked it up um and um i saw that oh my god what is his name michael rooker yes yeah i saw him and i was like who is he playing and then like when the snake popped up i was like yeah because like the whole cast is like is like hispanic you know and then there's just like michael and yeah. i was like who are you <laughs> and he's just like he's like the invasive python species of the everglades and i'm like that makes sense <laughs> yeah I, I i loved it this was this was a uh, um this was this was perfect they, they did a great job i think they did um, the little girls that um oh my god the, the girl scouts oh my god <laughs> it was so funny they're like <laughs> they were, oh my that, God. that was a perfect um villainous character i can't really say that it was like because they weren't because like, like, it was based it was the antagonist that's what it was yeah, yeah like the only real antagonist of the film were the the three girls the blonde girl specifically from um yeah, because other girls Girl just basically couldn't care less one girl yeah, was they were like, eating another one was just following along she dude when just... she was like she <laughs> when she was like we'll just like get rid of it we'll recycle it and she was like yeah. what let's eat it and she's like okay and she yeah. like walks over goes to eat, about to go eat the paper i was like oh my god and that see this really- thing like that 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 is real i i, I went to school with someone who used to eat tissue paper like i used to paper. eat paper when i was like in elementary school um i don't know why i'm gonna be honest i have literally no clue why um i think i just as like a kid even now like i i i i have to like chew on stuff a lot like i'll chew on like water bottle caps a lot um i was always like a pen cap chewer um i like the the ends of pencils i was Mm -hmm. always like a chewer i don't know why um I'll probably when I go see a therapist, I'll bring it up and they'll be like, mm, "This is why, yeah. you're crazy." <laughs> um, and I'm like, "I knew that." Okay, cool. Um, but uh, so I like, so I think like that, that's probably why. Like when I, I had paper, you know, so I was like, "Oh, yeah. I'm chew on the paper." That's um, hilarious. So yeah. it, was, it was funny when that came up. I was like, "Ah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is good. This was when you when you were talking about earlier about um, uh, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. This was kind of like that for me like yeah. it, was, it just felt nostalgic and storytelling to, there was like an animated movie from when i was like younger and i can't i can't think of what it is but for some reason this i kept getting like weird like just like it's like memory thing like nostalgic mm-hmm. moments like something would happen and i'm like why does this feel familiar yeah and, yeah. and i think it's just because it takes on the same kind of um like storyline that you know old disney movies did where it would yep. have like the song which just kind of progressed some things um and you don't you just don't see that kind of uh, approach with films anymore at least yeah. not with animated films you don't you don't really see that and i that's the part of it that i really appreciated with this movie um who who played the 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 little girl um um Oh, that's not the right Gabby. One. Yeah, hold on. Oh, I'm never gonna be able to pronounce her name. 
uh, Y-N-A-I-R-A-L-Y, Simo. I'm um, never going to be able to pronounce her first name, but she did a phenomenal job. Inarly Simo? Yeah. Inarly? Inar- How do you pronounce her name? Inarly? Yeah. Oh, she's 14. She's New Yorker. Um, migrated from the Dominican Republic. Oh, her parents migrated from the Dominican Republic. Was she the one that was singing? Probably. Because she did a great job. She did a, like, she did a great job with, with, with that role. Um, what is the song? It's like, I moved to the beat of my own drum. Yeah, yeah. I moved to the beat of my own drum. It was I so like cute. That. I like that. It was such like, it was such like a fun movie. Like, it's definitely like a fun kids movie. Like if I brought yes. kids to that, like I 100% can see like an eight year old running around and like doing the dance and like singing to that song. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like that's definitely a song that um, like kids are going to just like love. Yeah. Um, and then like the movie too, like it does kind of like hit some points. Cause um, when the, when the, paper oh no no no! not just when the when um oh my god what is his name the um the old man andreas andreas yeah uh when he died i like knew it like oh yeah like he was like falling asleep on the couch and he was like tugging him. He was like that's so cute and he's like well it's not gonna pack this thing's not gonna pack itself and so he like packed yeah. up the suitcase and he got up I was like, oh, you knew at that point he was gone. Yeah. Like I knew, I knew before like the monkey, I was like, oh my God, what if he's dead? Oh, he's probably dead. I didn't even take that into consideration. Oh my God. I, I, that was like my first thought. Um, So when he like went over to him and like went to like grab his hand and I was like, oh no, I was right. And so I I cried a little bit then because that was really sad. I cried a little bit when um, the, the song got ruined in the, in the water. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, oh my god! Like when he was trying to catch it right, right before it went to the fountain, and he caught it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like I took yeah. a deep breath because I was like, oh my god. Um, yeah. and then I cried again when um, uh, Martha was was singing. Um, those are song. all points I like, didn't even cry. Uh, I I was uh, also know, just like in a weirdly emotional state anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you, you know what part really hit me? Mm. Um when at the end when she was um when uh gabby was talking to her mom mm-hmm. uh in the car mm-hmm. her mom oh. didn't believe her about anything she was saying then the, yeah then vivo comes in he just smacks into this the, the windshield she goes ah! <laughs> that was hilarious that was really funny but she she that's when she believed her and then she goes um um when when, when gabby says that she she didn't even get to tell her dad that, that she, loved, she him. loved him yeah oh that that's was the that part was, that hit me i was like oh, that was man. sad yeah i don't know if i'm ever going to be able to watch an animated film anymore without tearing up slash oh, crying I, don't, I yeah i i i feel broken. i am a blubbering <laughs> idiot all the time i um, never i was never like this i i didn't start tearing up with movies until probably a little over a year ago Really? Maybe, maybe, maybe two years. Maybe. 
but these animated films are starting to make me like Luca, I think <sighs> Luca almost ripped my heart out. So you know Coco got me. <laughs> oh my god. Every, I've watched Coco like 10 times and every time I watch it I'm a blubbering idiot. I'm like <laughs> like it's I get like I get but that's just like I'm I'm very empathetic. I'm a very very yeah. empathetic person. I have like uh like I just I pick up on everything from everybody when I watch movies. I get so absorbed into them and mm-hmm. And I think I was saying this before. It's like, I want to be able to make movies that make other people feel the way that I do when I watch them. Right, you know? right, 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 so right. So like when I see a movie and I get really like emotionally invested and I cry or I just get that like tight feeling in my chest, like it happens all the time. It happens yeah. in real life too. Like sometimes I'll just like see somebody crying and I'm like, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so like it, all of those movies, like for as long as I can remember, I, I've been like that. Even my dad, like I notice, like sometimes, like I'll just like see him. He does this thing. He'll be like sitting, and I'll feed, his feet will be crossed, and it's like his feet are crossed. And like when he gets emotional, his foot starts to like move a little bit. <laughs> and then like a few minutes later, I look up, and he's just like, "Yeah, see, <laughs> that's I think like so. That's the thing about it being like being a man watching movies. Like it's it's kind of like." Like I, I've always been able to feel whatever feeling a, a movie makes you feel. That right? what they're trying to like make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can always feel that, but when it came to like tearing up and crying and stuff like that, it I think that's never... that's where it stopped. That's where it stopped. I'm not crying. I'm not yeah. crying. No. No, <laughs> like, I'm too no. strong for that. I'm, I'm a big old strong man. I don't cry in movies. Look, <laughs> my last relationship, like. I don't I don't know what happened like I do know what happened but like she got me to be able to really get into in touch with that whole side and since Your then sensitive side I am uh, yeah I'm a sensitive guy I, I I wear my heart on my sleeve so these <laughs> these movies these movies literally just ah they 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 get me too much now so that part that part did it that the reason why that part actually did it for me is because i had a friend that died uh unexpectedly mm. uh, a few years ago that it was a that was the same that, as the ex- those same words that's exactly what i said when when uh when he passed so, so i was that, like, like that like that, immediately was just yeah, like a ne- needle into just, your heart it just hit me from different areas i'm like bro come on now <laughs> You're like, this is not I what I wanted. It's not what I wanted to feel, man. I just wanted to watch the movie just so I, you know, get it and, and understand what it was so we could have a review. <laughs> I wasn't trying to cry. <laughs> like, this is not what I planned. I didn't want this. Yeah, but I'm, I, I, overall, I, I, I think I would put this, I would probably say that this was like a nine for me. Mainly, yeah, and I, I, I just can't say 10 because I want I wanted more like you were saying earlier from an analytical perspective I want more of the culture like it doesn't I don't care like I know the music is, is a part of the culture right yeah yeah but I wanted more of the um the like like let me see some more food or or see yeah let me more see like more more cultural attire significance. yeah, yeah. I, like different things like that like i would like maybe would, like one of the dances that's very like some, common or like yeah, the food like yes. they didn't even have anybody eating like cubans i don't know if that's like a actual from cuba or if that's something mm-hmm. that was created like in like 
Miami or something from by Cubans. I'm not 100 yeah. sure, but that's like yeah. You, people are like, oh, Cuban. You think of like the Cuban sandwich from Cuba, but like I don't yeah. know if it's actually from. I'm probably just talking to my ass. No, that but, but that, like but that's um, true because like there's stuff that that you would think might have more cultural relevance to it. Yeah. And we saw we always saw what Gabby eat was like meatballs that she threw into the into into the microwave oh my like, god yeah yeah you know what i'm saying like, like so it wasn't, I, yeah. I wanted more i wanted yeah. more you know yeah 100 so percent. no i get even, I get even that. show even show rose um was it rose or rosa 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 so even show her cooking or something like i just wanted something like that to to yeah. really like fully i think i think what, into the culture. what it kind of like really was though is like back to stereotypes yeah we can yeah. fall back into that it's like yeah we wanted to see more of that like culture in it but like also mm. like a lot of cuban americans are literally just normal they don't have a ton of like cuban influence in their life they do you know they speak spanish they mm-hmm. they definitely like have like some of those like characteristics but really it's like they they go to their new job they come yeah. home they eat yeah. mcdonald's they make pizza yeah. they heat yeah. up chicken nuggets in the microwave like it's yeah. not it's not like they come home every day and are like, oh, I'm going to make this big grand meal and it's going to be amazing for me and my family. It's like, that's not, yeah. you know, like, and like, even, even in the movie, they, they, they didn't really have like accents or anything either, which was kind of like, I didn't. Outside of, that. yeah, yeah. Cause like outside uh, Rosa, of the actual... Rosa really kind of had a, a, a more subtle. Accent, yeah. It was, which, there, I, was, which very, I love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm fine with that. That's, that's more relevant like, to the area yeah. of Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, I, like because like miami specifically like it's very cuban it's like little cuba mm-hmm. and it's so like saturated with that culture but it's still like very like americanized yeah right right right, right. so like I, I i don't feel like i needed to see more culture from like rosa and gabby i feel like i needed to see more of it while like vivo was with Andres while they were in, in cuba. cuba yeah yeah that that's exactly how it felt because once you got over to Florida, it's kind of like we know like, what that environment is. We yeah. know what that the culture is, flamingos and all that. We we get that it. That was so funny. That was hilarious. They're like they were like, oh, plastic flamingos. They were like, now, Florida's weird. And I, I was like, it is. That, that I that line was phenomenal. I it was so it. funny. I was like, it was like Florida's weird. I was like, bro, you're right. I lived there for 15 years. It's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I love that. But yeah, it went when 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 they're in Cuba, it would have been nice to see. They didn't have, I didn't think they had to kill Andre that fast. Ugh. At least at least show him have his last meal try- or something. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wonder if they were trying to do like a like how at the beginning of Up. Oh yeah. How that just oh, everything just happens really fast yeah. and you're just like heartbroken. And yeah. wonder if maybe they're like, this is all fun. Just kidding, he's dead. You don't expect like, <laughs> it. Like that that's what shocked you know? me. That's what that's why it shocked me because like you're saying you you saw you already knew that he was dead when he was in a chair. Yeah, I yeah. I didn't I the when I, when the moment I realized it was how the angle was for the camera when uh uh when when uh, Vivo goes to open the the uh, doors or whatever. the doors yeah, yeah I, I it was like right before I that said, it was when oh, Vivo woke up when Andre Vivo gone. woke up yeah yeah when Vivo <laughs> woke up I was like oh. yeah I don't know why I don't know what yeah. it was but my brain was just like this is how the story progresses <laughs> yeah like, yeah um. So it was, it was, it was, it was like sad and kind of sudden. Yeah. Um, so but I felt, my, I felt myself stressing out a little bit too. Like when he yeah. passed, cause I was like, now how the hell is he getting to, to Florida? Yeah. 
Well, and that's that's what I because I was thinking about that too because I was like, okay, so he's dead. All right, Vivo is sad. Okay, yeah. and then like, and then it's like there was no real grieving time at all at because all. then and then the wind blew and the song flew out the window and then he was running after the song and then he got the song and then they were at like the funeral yeah. or, or like not the, the memorial, memorial yeah. like thing and I was just like I did cry a little bit at that just because I thought it was just like it was just I think that I think when I watched it like yesterday um mm. not yesterday uh the day before um mm. and I was just like that day at work was just like super annoying and there was just like even like after work there was we have a group chat and there was just a lot of nonsense going on in it and it was like stressing me out while i was watching the movie and i was like i am off like why is this job bothering me right now like i don't need to have this message so i like said what i needed to say and then left the group chat so i'm not in the group chat anymore because like i don't care um anytime i say anything in the group chat nobody ever like replies or like responds to me anyway so i'm like there's no point in me having this and it's giving me stress Mm -hmm. when i'm off yeah so bye yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and so like that was going on while like I was watching the movie and I was like I don't need this stress so I was like already like in like a kind of anxious state yeah. so like everything in the movie was just like <sighs> yeah that hit you harder <laughs> <laughs> uh so like everything because I was like already like stressed and like my anxiety was already really really high so like any like the flowers they're putting the flowers I was like oh my god is and then when he picked up the flower he's gonna put it down and then he didn't I was like oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> that one hit that definitely um, yeah. yeah also uh, off topic um the girl's name who plays gabby uh you nearly you nearly ye like he ye nearly you nearly okay pretty yeah um yeah you nearly okay cool I had to look it up. It was going to bother me if I wasn't I, able to pronounce it. You nearly. I, I tried not to focus on it because I knew that's exactly what was going to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, what, what's uh, what's your overall rating on it? Um, I'm going to rate it a little bit lower, um, just because even though I did get like some emotional from it, I feel like it was kind of and it was cute and it was a good movie and there was good people in it mm-hmm. but i don't feel like it was one of those like animated films that i'm like oh my god i need to see this again like coco oh no yeah you know what i mean like coco yeah. like i've literally watched like 10 times i will watch it 100 more yeah, and yeah, i will yeah. like if i'm bored i will be like ah let's play with coco on you know because yeah. i want i love it it's such a good movie you know yeah. um this one like i watched it and i was like okay you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like something that I'm like dying to see again. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm gonna put it at like a seven. Yeah. Um. Because it was good, and again, like there wasn't as much like like cultural relevance at the beginning that I would have liked to have seen. But also, like I mean, like, it's kind of like how Cuba is now. So it's not like there's people out and about like celebrating stuff, like you know. And if we're gonna compare it to something like Coco, there's no competition. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I, I I liked it. I feel like some things could have been a little bit different. So like seven, like a seven. It it's That's a fair. cute movie for kids. I definitely yeah. think like like kids like anywhere from like four to ten would really enjoy it. Oh, they'll be entertained in it. Yeah, they'll be highly um, entertained with this one. Yeah, but um, it's definitely like it's definitely like a Netflix kind of release. Like it doesn't. I wouldn't be able to see this like in theaters. You oh know? no, no. So not at all. Not at so, all. Yeah. It's like a seven ish. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on that one. I might have to lower mine a little bit because I didn't <laughs> think about that. I, the rewatch value. Yeah, yeah. You there. said you said a nine, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, the rewatch value is it plays definitely plays an impact. I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight because okay. I, I, I don't see, I don't see that I'm gonna actually rewatch this movie either. Yeah. Not. This is not like one of those instant classics for me, but yeah, it, it did its job. Yeah, it's it a cute movie, you know. Yeah. Like if yeah. if I'm like trying to score, if I'm like let's say I'm babysitting, we're trying to find something on Netflix to watch. Like maybe I'll put it on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, perfect. But if they have Disney Plus, I'm just gonna put Coco on. So like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for us. Yeah, we've been recording yeah. for like three hours. Jesus. So we started well, at like 11, 12. Yeah. One is almost two. Jesus. <laughs> Have fun editing this. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, I would like to thank everybody for listening to the show today. Yes. Um, if and you if you made any... it this far. God, yeah. Thank we you. We really rock with that. We really, we really went all out. I, we, we did a lot of like, I feel like our discussion at the beginning was pretty good. It's ne- you know, it was we necessary. I think I think that was good. Yeah. Um, anybody that's listening or watching on YouTube, comment, um, rate, review, just so we can kind of get some feedback from you guys. I would love to hear more. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen a ton of feedback yet, and I would love to see more. Yeah, please um, let us know what movies you want us to review. Yeah, well. any yeah. movies. If there's anything like a show, like yeah. I'll sit down and binge a show so we can talk about it. Like I'm down, or we can just like talk about like Avatar. I'm down for that too. I've watched every episode multiple times. Um, I could go in depth on that. Um, I could have my own podcast on that. Um, yeah, you should. <laughs> I should. It's so good. Well, the creators, yeah. they actually have a show now. It's called um, um, Braving the Elements. Um, oh, okay. And it's uh, Dante Bosco from, he plays Zuko in Avatar. Okay. And then uh, Janet, um, Janet, uh, oh, I can't think of her last name, um, but she plays Korra in Legend of Korra. Okay. Um, and uh, so they they host it and they've had like the, the the creators on they've had some of the other actors on, um, and it's a really good show. They kind of go they're going through like the episodes and kind of talking about it, but it's really neat. Okay. Um, but as a fan, maybe I could probably have my own show. It'd be great. You should. But um, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So everybody, if you have any questions, just let us know. We have us our social medias. We got um just like the comment section on YouTube. We've got a yep. Facebook, Instagram. We got it all. So reach out. Let us know. Um, rate and review the show because that's how we get more recognition and then maybe can make money from uh selling out and getting yeah. <laughs> sponsors um but there's oh, which is nothing be against sponsors. because uh there's nothing against that yeah um but yeah thank that's you so the much plan for listening <laughs> we'll catch y'all next week bye